We're back with part two of the honeymoons over coverage of Love is Blind. Okay, guys. Oh, yeah. Kenny and Kelly again, guys. They were on the show again. Who knew? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I, do you guys like Kenny? Do you have strong feelings either way for him, Jordan? Yes. Mm, it's not strong feelings. No. Like, I'm rooting for them, but I don't have strong feelings. I don't, especially not Kenny, but I think Kelly's adorable, so. You don't, don't do Kenny I heard like a yes. that. Don't do Kenny like that. <laughs> okay. I think that he's just, I mean, okay, so I would rate them like this. I would, I would make. Oh, yeah, let's do uh, that. Yeah, I would make, uh, what's Lauren's man's name? Cameron. I would make him Cameron. number one. Kenny number two, Mark number three. Um, then who is the other? Who are the other people? I know Barnett. But Barnett. Last. Barnett is last on my list. Damien. <laughs> uh, okay, Damien is after Mark. So he's number four. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is my list. <laughs> I'm just you saying remember, he should be number on one. The circle when people had to vote. This is my list. Yes. <laughs> oh, can we do that? I don't know how we would do it, but we should but do it's, it. It's nothing against Damien because I'm, 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 I adore him, love him, but I'm just saying there's some things about him, like he's he's so he's so timid and he's so whatever you say you know and his feelings got so hurt a couple of times I'm like and I, I still love him I think he's a gorgeous guy but I'm talking about total package I really I, like Kenny I have a lot of emotions about their relationship and how he handles it and we can talk about it later <coughs> sorry because uh, I I can relate so much and it's sometimes painful to watch but mm-hmm. we are not talking about that right now. So, Jordan, give us your ranking on the guys. Oh, okay. Um, this is hard. Okay, can I just be like, maybe this is insulting, but um, <laughs> okay, Kenny, I'm my tea. <laughs> Kenny, Cameron, and Damien. I like can't tell them apart (laughs) (laughs) this is true and that's the end of this episode (laughs) good night everybody (laughs) like obviously I know okay obviously I know like they're I like when I see them with the girls then I'm like okay that's who that is that's that is but if I'm just like trying to think oh which one is that they all blend together are you being stereotypical Jordan I guess (laughs) (laughs) not on purpose but that's every time that I, I I'm watching the show I'm like and and Kenny um I forget what he looks like between each episode so um I feel like I saw him for the first time today um <laughs> I don't know so he actually hasn't been on the show until now exactly no when they popped up in Mexico I was like where'd they come from (laughs) (laughs) we barely saw them get engaged and for having had so many other couples get engaged to not have given us any real backstory and given us a two-minute intro into their relationship I just kind of felt robbed yeah I wanted to I would have loved to see their process as well as others you know and I feel like 
I hate to say this, but Carlton and uh, Diamond didn't make it, so I really feel like we should have saw more of the the story of how Kelly and Kenny came to be. <laughs> so that's just yeah, me. that would have been nice. I, I like but you know, sad. it's reality TV, so well, they're gonna. But give you us know the what? Drama. They had to have the drama, so I think right. that's why they had to show the Carlton and Diamond. Um, section segment, but right. they because they had to have some drama. It couldn't have all came off without it without a hitch. So yeah, I I do think there's plenty of drama without that having happened. But it's definitely the biggest talked about thing for fans so far. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel like there's anything, any storyline bigger, or any drama scene bigger? That was the that was the most drama. Minus okay, so when Jessica <clears throat> on the last uh, last week's episode, when Jessica got upset with Barnett, <laughs> 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 that 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 was like um. So the Diamond and Carlton thing was the biggest drama they had, but the the drama between Jessica, Mark, and Barnett and the girls when she was like, "Don't I wouldn't choose him. Don't choose him." Blah blah blah. I mean, that's, that's, all, that's the only drama they've had. Everything else has been peaches and cream around here. I'm telling you. Love it. I think now that we're speaking of drama, we see Jessica and Mark now in their apartment, and the first thing she does is comment on the size of the bed. You, like you bed know... Is more than any bed I've ever been in. <laughs> you know that is completely intentional on the producer's part. They would have put twin beds in there if they could have. <laughs> they would have had to put them back to put them together like Ricky and Lucy. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jordan, do you know who Ricky and Lucy are? I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> She's so young. <laughs> How old are you, Jordan? Can I ask that? Is that okay to ask? I'm 28. Oh, I thought oh, you were not that there. young. I'm not. You're that not a young. mark. <laughs> I thought you were younger than that. I really did. I'm sorry. And I'll be 29 in May. Okay, I'm getting there. No, you just you just so sweet. I just thought you were so young. I was like, yeah, she's so sweet and young. <laughs> she ain't innocent though. I can see. I can see that. I can see that. Jessica and Mark. Now we kind of see a different. We start to see a different side of Jessica. Nikki, is this when your opinion of hers at least temporarily changed? Yeah. Well, I well see. Here's the thing. I want a, a happy ending for Mark. I really wanted it, even though I'm seeing that he might not get it. But you know, right. she she turned her attitude. Her whole attitude just kind of changed a little bit towards him. She was a little more softer towards him, and she was like, "I want to do this." And I was like, "I love it, Jessica." Messica, I love it, Messica. Messica. So for a minute, I was trying to love her because I don't want to. I, I don't want her to be on the outside. I, I really want her to be, you know. I want her to be good. I want. I, I really want Mark to be happy. I feel like he deserves it because he'll do anything to make her happy. Even say that he that his mom doesn't come first. Well, you know damn well she does. <laughs> his mom was so cute. But I'm not going to jump ahead. I'm just saying we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> Do 
you, Jordan, do you think that she is genuine in that or do you think she's just playing a role? Uh, well, I don't, there's nothing genuine about Jessica. Tell, tell her what you said last week. Oh, I don't know. What did I you say? You said something about you do not approve. What was oh, the, the little, Is that what the she little said? rhymey thing you said? I don't remember. You tell us what she said. Hell, I can't remember. I told you I got, I got a bad memory. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I was like, tell them what you said, Jessica. Tell them. <laughs> Put a pin in it. Maybe we'll come back to it, but we'll probably all forget. Yeah, when I listen to the other podcast, I'll come back and I'll tell you what she said. Wait, you didn't listen yet? No, no, I want to re-listen to it. Oh, I've listened okay. to each That's one of them twice. <laughs> Good. Because now we're on more platforms. I do not approve or something. Oh, guys. Oh, I my should... God. I know. I know what you're talking about. Oh, what'd you say? What'd you say? I said... Jessica, zero out of ten, do not recommend. Yeah, that's what it is. Zero out of ten, do not recommend. Somebody got on me for saying ten out of ten would not recommend, or hundred out of ten would not recommend, and she said, "You mean negative a hundred?" And I said, "No, Ooh. I mean a hundred. I'm coming down on my girl Jessica. She is. <laughs> no, but this isn't. It's about something she did. We'll talk about it. Okay." moving on <laughs> would you so i do feel bad because people really are hating on jessica and she's kind of made out to be this villain mm-hmm. would you feel weird watching your relationship tv mm-hmm. would i feel weird watching my relationship play out on tv <clears throat> yeah nah because i'd be trying to get an endorsement deal <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like Cardi B around this bitch. <laughs> cameras in the bedroom, cameras in the bathroom. Everywhere. Indoors Everywhere. <laughs> Look, I'll be taking pictures with the Listerine, the Colgate. <laughs> like, the shared toothbrush. <laughs> the baby diaper. <laughs> they have to put tape on everything like Nikki, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop, Nikki. I no one wants I could that. not go on a show like this. I just would be, I would be like Kelly, but I wouldn't even want to kiss on TV in front of people. No, don't don't look at me. This is this is too embarrassing. There's too many people watching. So, so you have an issue with PDA as well? Not with PDA, but with PDA on national, national television. TV. Well, and does. all the everybody nasty comments. Netflix. Look, everybody doesn't have Netflix. <laughs> yeah, okay. So just like what? 20 million people? It's nothing. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll t- all right, I'll go I on know, next I feel season. Like when, when, when the cameras are on, they're not really paying any attention to that for real. You know, because you, you got to act natural. And then sometimes it's like, you don't know what they're going to cut out. You don't know what's going to make it to the, to the screen. So right. you, you gotta be natural. But I think you have to have a certain personality to be able to do a show like that. Yeah. Like You're we're right. podcasting. I can sit behind a screen and nobody sees my day-to-day life and that's fine. We'll talk about it, but I'm talking about what I want to talk about. There, I'm every like, camera. Moment. 
<laughs> yeah. They like, are. Oh, are you guys recording? Okay. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Let me give me that camera. <laughs> you want you want us to kiss right now? <laughs> there was a point when we switched back to Lauren and Cameron. She showed him her vision board. And I know I've seen these before and people have talked about them before. I feel like something that this is something you would do, Nikki. Uh-huh. You're absolutely right. Would you make a vision board? I have a vision board on my wall as we speak that I made in 2014. And when I tell you I'm watching it come to life. Every That's season. awesome. Yes. So if you can see it, you can have it. <laughs> I'm not joking. Tell, just a quick breakdown for people who might not know what a vision board is. Give us give us the scoop. A vision board basically is kind of like a an affirmation of things that you want to happen in your life with with like you know visuals. So let's say you 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 can draw them, you can take pictures of them, you can take them out of magazines, but it's just kind of like um you know it's a vision board. It's just what you envision for your life or what you would like to attract into your life. Like I always say this uh, affirmation. I say this every day. And I'm not kidding you. I say every day, I am open to receiving love and abundance in all forms. Because, you know, you have to learn to be grateful for every single thing that you have in your life. You know, because somebody wished that they had what you have. So, I mean, for me, you know, like I said, I'm watching this, all these things play out on my vision board. It's not all at the same time, but I appreciate that they come to me. Nikki's not a fan. Yeah, wow, Nikki. <laughs> when I have a bad day, I'm just going to call, call you. Call me. I got you, girl. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm telling you, the people at work, I write down little notes to them. I, I tell everybody I'm an alchemist. And I don't know if you know what alchemy is, but it's the art of turning regular items into gold. And you have the ability to change your life. However you want it to be, you visualize that thing and you you be ready to accept it when it comes. I'm telling you, you're an alchemist. We all are alchemists. I love it. Come through. <laughs> Man, we just need a separate show with just Nikki doing advice. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna and she can just coach us. You and Rory, <laughs> Nikki, should, uh, should do a show. Me oh and Rory gosh. the date. <laughs> Like, what? We, we, oh, we'll talk to him on, on Saturday. We're going to try to hook that up. <laughs> yes. And guys, so we told you that we're going to have Rory, Danielle, and Andy on the show. Uh, coming up in future episodes, we're going to have Amber. We're going to have Barnett. We're probably going to have Carlin. We're working on all that. So keep listening because it's only going to get better. Yes. I, I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I also want to plug our live watch party tomorrow night from 5 to 10 Pacific time. If you're a fan of the show, whether you've watched it or not, come watch it again or watch it for the first time live in the Love is Blind on Netflix page. There is an event link. You pop in there. You join the, you click on the link to join the group and you can live chat with all the other fans while we watch the next four episodes, episode six through nine that we're talking about now. 
And you know, the three of us will be there. So you can get more of this if you're not sick of it already. (laughs) Speaking of sick of it. (laughs) How long did you, have you guys had roommates? (laughs) Yeah, I've had had two roommates for about um, 19 years. AKA your children. Yeah, they won't leave. <laughs> <laughs> they won't pay any bills. And they won't they eat all my food. They're horrible. They those are the nothing. worst kind. I can't even exist the worst if kind I try. <laughs> Did you have roommates prior to being married and having kids and you know, the whole nine? Who me? Yeah, well both of you. I, I had kids straight out of high school. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I moved straight from my parents' house, so, yeah. Nope. So, we see Mark's roommate. We we start to see all their different houses, that not the apartments they're living in, but where they lived prior to moving into these apartments. And there are so many nerves from most of the cast, really, that you're, you see their houses for various reasons, whether it's Barnett and his messiness or Mark and his roommates, would you be nervous for strangers to see your house coming in for the first time? And maybe if you had roommates at an older age or, you know, your children still living there in a situation like this? No. I tell my kids to clean up like Barack Obama is coming, okay? <laughs> I don't think he's <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You always ready for company. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but you know what? What about? Uh huh. Oh, I was no go go ahead. Let me tell you what was so funny when uh, Jessica and Mark went to his apartment and they saw and she saw all the little shades of brown. I was thinking to myself, <laughs> he, he didn't leave that apartment like that. He didn't leave that apartment like that. His roommates cleaned that thing up. They even made up the bed. It was hilarious. I was like, oh my God. He didn't even have, they didn't even have a comforter on the on the bed. They just had sheets on the bed. <laughs> he probably was Well, like, you saw the Barnett's bed wasn't made. Yeah, but when Barnett they came into his nice place. Bed. Barnett has a very nice bed. I was like, okay, Barnett, I like that. Okay, I see you. <laughs> nice down comforter. I'm watching you. I see you. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Who was watching these dogs while these people were gone for a month? Uh, they had house sitters. That's why I said somebody was cleaning that, cleaned up Mark's place before he got there. The only one that I can believe, the only two that I can believe were the way that they were is um, Jessica. She looks like a, she looks like a neat freak. Um, and then oh, yeah. um, Cameron. Cameron's house is gorgeous. I was like, girl, you better move on in. Move, through, move on in. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. I was like, can I marry the house? How can I just live there and you guys stay in the apartment? She's like, do I have to give up my place, girl? You gotta shut up. (laughs) Stop. Miss interior decorator. (laughs) You get married. (laughs) Jordan, the expert. What did you think of Cameron's house? Was it up to date? Okay. Well, here's the thing. I know everybody kind of freaked out over Cameron's house. Outside it was a stunner, but inside it was a little bit of a storm. To it be was honest, bland. it was bland. That, that is true. Yeah, touch. 
Yes. Well, she doesn't want to touch it. She wants to stay in her house. <laughs> exactly. I can't believe she didn't want to move there, but she's, she's just being whatever. modest. She's being modest. You can tell she's just being modest. I think she has a lot of reservations now that it's getting down to the wire. And who wouldn't? You're getting married to this person you've known for a couple of weeks. That's a scary thing. And you could definitely see that play out throughout the episodes and on her face. It's I, just I know people that have been together. I have a girlfriend. I'm not going to put all her business out there. But she met a guy. They moved in the day after they met each other. And when I tell you, here we are 17 years later, because they have a son the same age as my son, 17 years later, still together. <clears throat> so you can't put a time frame on how long you know somebody. I mean, for me, I'm a little skeptical, but I've seen it happen. <laughs> Do you know what they call that? What? And this isn't something I made up. This is somebody, a friend of mine told me, a lesbian date, because you show up with a U-Haul. A lesbian date. Because the theory is that a lot of lesbians move in together immediately. And I don't know if that's true or not. I only have a couple of friends in same-sex relationships. But the ones that I do know did move in within a week or two. Whether they stayed together or not in the end. And one of them said, that's what we call a lesbian date. When you just show up to the first date with a U-Haul. Damn. Well, I had no idea. I mean, I guess because I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not hey, either, no but idea. I heard. <laughs> that's I mean, I knew the diaper thing, and I, well, I am black, so that's different. But Jordan, but... did you know about the lesbian date? I did not. See? See? See, that's not an Alabama thing. That's a, that's the Arizona thing. <laughs> I mean, that was when I lived in Florida, okay? Okay, that's a Florida thing. That's a Florida thing. Florida's a completely different country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got snowbirds. They got lesbian dates. Come on. that's, that's not... <laughs> Listen, uh, that's just what I heard through the grapevine. I do not, I did not do any research on how true it was. If you guys, if anybody can verify the lesbian date theory, please leave a comment or call in on our voicemail. Uh, it's anchor.fm backslash lovepod backslash messages. Just give us a ring. Let us know your thoughts on the show so far. Are lesbian dates a thing? Do you use baby pee on your face? Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm letting you have your moment. <laughs> we move into, now that they've seen each other's places, the day-to-day, the cooking, the cleaning, going off to work, responsibilities that come with a regular relationship. So we very briefly hear from Jessica that she has somebody else do her laundry. And... It seems like, from what I could tell, Mark did a lot of the cooking, even though we have heard she couldn't cook before. So what are your personal preferences, Jordan, cooking or cleaning? I mean, I do it all, but... But if you had to pick, if you could get rid of one of those responsibilities. I would, I would cook all day long. Okay. All right, Nikki? Cook. I would clean. I would. You're welcome here. For sure, rather clean. You're welcome (laughs) here anytime, I tell you. (laughs) It depends on what you're cooking. Listen, you're cleaning, I'm cooking. (laughs) (laughs) But what are you? It depends on what? What are you? 
<laughs> oh man, I could go for a good burger right now. Got burgers on deck. Don't make All me right. hungry. <laughs> oh. All right. No more food talk. I did feel like we were getting a more relatable side of Jess when she starts talking about how their relationship is developing more. And then she brings up the age difference again. Still seven times. Guys, I. <sighs> I just think that she's she's insecure about the the age difference between them because she keeps saying, "Well, what if we had kids?" and da 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 da. And she wants him to understand that that this is gonna be an issue for us. It's kind of like the uh, interracial thing. But I just feel like, girl, just go with the flow. Enjoy the moment because you're making yourself look bad by not doing that. I felt like it was more of a situation where she was trying to push him to his limit. And it also felt like an SAT math problem. Extended edition. Well, when I'm 40, you're going to be 30. Well, when I'm 45, you're going to be 35. And when I have kids. No, 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 no. Okay. And then you get the kids in the equation. So if A plus your B. Mom, yeah, she's. <laughs> She needs to stop. She just needs to stop and let it happen. Let it flow. If you like the guy, you like him. Stop making making excuses. And like I said, self-sabotaging the whole situation. I need to find another word to use instead of self-sabotaging. It is true, though. That's what's happening. You push somebody to their limits so that you push them away. And uh, Gigi uses that word a lot, and she's aware of her behavior. I think Jessica's aware of the behavior. She doesn't necessarily use that term but they can't help it. And I wonder how much of the age difference being brought up all the time is producer driven where they're just asking her about it. And we obviously don't see the ask. We just see the response, but it is such a big, I guess for lack of a better word, would would you consider that narcissistic if I'm saying that right? Uh, I don't think that's necessarily narcissistic. I, in my opinion, I think it's just so anxiety driven and she's making a way bigger deal of it than it really is, at least because of Mark's level of maturity. If he weren't accepting of it, he's like, yeah, you're, you know what? You're right. I don't want kids. You know what? You're right. You're so much older than me. I can see it, but I don't, I don't know if I would call her a narcissist. What about you, Jordan? I think that not really a comment on whether she's a narcissist or not, but to me, I think that her constantly bringing up that kind of stuff and even that whole moment where she's like questioning him is just an excuse to me. Like that's all I see it as is Jessica is just like coming up with all these reasons. Like she's trying to like, I think she's trying, I think she actually wants to push Mark away. I don't think she actually likes him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I think she is growing more affectionate towards him, but I do think she's trying to push him away in any way that she can. (laughs) And there have been so many ways. (laughs) But he's not going anywhere. No, and I don't know how I feel about that because on one hand, I really do feel bad for him because of everything she's putting him through. But on the other hand, you can walk away at any time. 
There was a meme that said love is blind and they struck out love and they said Mark is blind. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not bad looking. Maybe no, Mark is deaf. He's being blind to the fact that here's my thing. I don't think that she's attracted to him. I don't think that she likes him. I like I right. said before, I think she's here for the show. Mark right. is he's turning a blind eye to to the fact that this lady really it's just like the bachelor you were like oh this one girl was like i love you i love you to the guy he's like i love you back and then the other girl he was like you mean the world to me but he never said I love you, <laughs> you get what i'm saying so people yeah people show you how they feel about you they don't have to tell you anything you know i tell people all the time you can tell somebody like my son said i'm, I'm really not that affectionate with my kids anymore because they're older and they stink but my son said, Mom, you never tell us you love us. I was like, I show you I love you every day. Look, I, can, I can tell you I love you and not do anything for you, but I show you how I feel about you by the way I go so hard to make sure that you have everything you need. That's how you, love is a verb. Love is not a word. Love is a verb. You from your parents until you get older though you're not that time where you understand all that your parents have done for you yeah yeah and i can see marks so i think we've all been in this relationship right where you maybe your even your friends are telling you you shouldn't do it it's not the right match we don't really see too much of what his friends are saying yet because they don't know just too well but all the fans at least are saying no 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 don't do it get out but it's hard when you're in it to leave. No matter how down the chips are, when you feel those emotions for people and they've had these really deep conversations and heightened experiences, it's hard to walk away. Mm. So I do feel for him, but I also do see the difficulty in the, he's not being abused, but he's being underappreciated. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pray about it because I like Mark. I really and I want him, I want to see him flourish. I want to see him happy with somebody. And and Jessica as well. I want to see her happy with someone that she actually likes. So, well, um, that might yeah. never never happen. She is, she I think is a commitment phobe big time. <laughs> Personal observation. Is anybody else getting that vibe in my solo? Huh? Yes, Nikki. I know it's time. We're just going to keep talking and break it up. We got so much more to talk about. We are not done. I've been looking at the clock. I know. This is going to have a part one, a part two, and maybe a part three. Right. We have other episodes. We do. We might not get to them tonight. We, we have other. No, we're not doing this tonight. I gotta go to work in the morning. <laughs> That's the only reason why I stopped. <laughs> Do you see how long these notes? Okay, guys, for those listening and don't know, we have notes about the whole process that we go through. I have about 50 pages of notes for these nine episodes. We're three pages in, okay? So oh, we're no. gonna be here a while. <laughs> well, see, yeah, also, we'll what they to- don't know is that you're two hours behind. I am. Um, it's almost midnight here where I am. And then Jordan is an hour behind. It is 1041 over there. 
It is uh, not almost eleven forty-one over here. What? Ten forty-one. I thought it was on. I thought it was a two-hour difference. Oh no! Oh, so you're three hours behind. Okay. I yeah. guess so. It, wait, no. My laptop says eight forty-one, and my phone says nine forty-one. I don't know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. It's eleven forty-one here. Okay. okay. It might be eight. It might be nine. I can't tell you. <laughs> Let's go with the nine. <laughs> we'll say it's nine. We'll say it's eight thirty. Split the difference. Can we talk about how cute Cameron was when they were standing on the porch of his house and he's trying to talk about, they're talking about having babies and their future together and their families. He wants some babies right now. And they're, he's being all lovey-dovey and Lauren's looking off into the distance and looking at the birds and just everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was checked out of that conversation. I, it was so cute. I want her to have her babies. I was dying. And I think Lauren was dying in a completely different way. <laughs> Mine I was an adoring just, die. I, I think that uh, she just shows affection differently. I don't, I don't think that, because the thing is, is that she probably is, I mean, I guess like in shock. And like I said, she's being very modest about everything. Whereas uh, opposed to, what's that girl's name? Amber? Amber's ready. Like, I move in. This is a nice place for me. I don't just want to be a stay-at-home mom. But, you know, in in, our, in my community, we have to be, we always have to be strong and we have to have a, a certain appearance and things like that. Well, some of us do anyways. But, um, you know, and so she's sticking to that because she was raised by her uh, parents and, you know, they have standards for her. So she's she's not trying to be that um, that easy the easy chick and she's still trying to stay true to who she is but I, I really feel like she's just being modest like girl you're gonna leave that little apartment behind with your little studio <laughs> matter of fact you can use it for a studio but you're not gonna stay there <laughs> for an office but you're not gonna stay there you're gonna be in that beautiful house with your beautiful man with your beautiful kids but do you think because I feel like Cameron if anything Cam- any, any of these people Cameron is so into her and so committed to this whole thing so I don't know. I don't see it as him not meeting that standard. I feel like she's just super anxious and it's really hitting her now that they've come home. Crickets. Mm. Guys. Hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's, that was my little diversion. That's fine. You guys don't have to have opinions about it. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I guess so. I, and I, I think, um, I think she's looking at the future and her life changing. You know, she talks a lot about her personal space and um, liking to be to herself. You know, she even mentions it a couple of times, like she just doesn't like to leave the house. So I think she's kind of seeing, um, I can relate to that. So I think she's seeing like a different future. It's probably freaking her out a little bit. I would be freaked out talking about babies week two. Yeah. Bye, boy. <laughs> no, she talked about babies on her uh, in her intro. She said her mom is wanting her to get married and have babies. She's uh, she talked about that, so she's ready for it. She's in her thirties. Her mom is ready for it, but then she jokes with her mom about when they're when her mom meets Cameron about 
how her mom wants her to get married already and settle down and have babies. But I didn't get from that that she was ready, just that her mom was ready, which can relate. In her <laughs> intro, in her intro, when we first meet her, that's what she talks about. I think that she's ready. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, I feel like she's being very modest about everything. And I, I think she is. Well, we'll find out, right? I mean, they're walking down the aisle the end of these episodes into the next episode. So one way or another, we're going to know. I also, we taught you to mention the personal space, Jordan. I, in an ideal world, I would live in a separate house than my husband. I like my personal space. I think the divorce rate would go down so would you guys, I mean, I know fin- financially it's not really, it's unrealistic, but let's say setting that aside, would you guys choose to live together or w- what would be your ideal situation coming into a new relationship? I mean, I can't imagine like living in a different house as my husband, but what I can imagine is like having different rooms. I mean, I know that's a different conversation, but um, personal space is important for me personally. I, 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 I what like, about you, Nikki? What's the purpose of being married to someone if you don't want to be in the same house with them? Just like you said, Jordan, I agree with having a personal personal space. I would love to have what do they call those things that the ladies have in the back of the house? The she shed. I she love shed. To have a she shed. But I'm, I'm, I don't want to be if I if I don't want to be around someone, I don't think I would marry them. I wouldn't right. if I couldn't stand to be around them. Like, why would I do that to myself? You don't need well, service. Yeah. I mean, if you don't live together, then you're not experiencing life together. So. Well, not that. OK, so you can stay over each other's houses. You can have a common house, whatever. But you still have that space. Yeah, maybe it's a she shed where mm-hmm. you can just go and check out for a little bit and have some you time. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm in my office and the door's closed and <laughs> we're all good. <laughs> but it's not, I mean, now you're even, it's our time for you. You, you do <laughs> If you're going to live time. in separate houses, why get married? Keep a boyfriend. Let them stay your boyfriend <laughs> if they don't want to live in the same house. That's a perk of being married. Sometimes you just need... Sometimes you just need space. I mean, we talked about having lived single or lived on our own for so long a little bit earlier and how difficult it is to live with somebody else's habits. Can you just not see? I mean, there's so many issues with divorce and the divorce rate's so high. I just think it's a potential problem solver. But maybe. I'm going to change the world, guys. You <laughs> That's why they have she sheds and man caves. I mean, no, no, there's, you can have multiple houses that you guys, you know, maybe go to the beach house or whatever, but I, I, I wouldn't see a purpose of being married if you don't want to be around that person. Like, you come visit me, you just be my boyfriend. Just be, just stay my boyfriend. Don't marry me if you don't want to marry me and do life with me. But what's the difference if you're together, if you're not <laughs> monogamously together I still can't say it you know what I mean whether you're boyfriend and girlfriend whether you're married 
you, you. Speaking well, of monogamy. Married, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of monogamy. What 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 are we speaking of? I was just monogamously. I wasn't thinking of anything. <laughs> Listen, it's it's, I'm, it's getting late over here, and I'm, I'm my brain I know, is I know. Crying. So we're just gonna we're gonna go up to Barnett's birthday, and we'll make that our stopping point because we're pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, quickly, did they talk about finances in the pod? Like they must not have because. Amber drops this bomb. Mm-hmm. She she wants to be a stay-at-home mom. I do not remember that happening at all in the pods. Did I miss no. that? No, I think she definitely waited to do that till now. That's a big red flag to me. Mm-hmm. Because so now she gets into she wants to be a stay-at-home mom. She has intermittent jobs, we'll go with, (laughs) and it sounds like she's had some hard times, and I totally understand that, Mm -hmm. but she's not paying her student loans, and she's in the Army National Guard, so that I don't really understand how it works. We'll have to look up more about that. She's got the makeup credit card, which makeup (laughs) is expensive. I will give her that. Makeup is expensive. I don't think men understand that. And they say, no, no, we like you natural. Well, you like us natural with makeup. You just don't know it, okay? I'm going to tell you that right now, men. So, yeah. Um, she's not. Okay. Go ahead. No, no. <laughs> it's so hard when we can't see each other to know when someone's Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, well, what was I going to say? I noticed at one point they were when they were talking about their finances and Barnett said, something about not wanting financial issues and I was just like Amber is a financial issue for you (laughs) yeah she's a liability because she said she doesn't work to live no she doesn't live to work work to live yeah that was terrible and then he said well how many days a week do you work she's like as many as I want (laughs) (laughs) girl she has success girl (laughs) I don't know. She, and I I could understand if she was working on her student loans, if she was working or she's working on paying off these debts. But or at least still still in college. Like <laughs> yeah. Well, but she was in the National Guard. She should have had a GI Bill. She shouldn't That's have That's what debt. I thought. But yeah. so these are a couple of points that we, we talked about in the Facebook group. One, I asked if you stop going to class. Because normally that triggers for a regular civilian. If you're not going to classes, I think it's a certain amount of credits. You have to start paying on your student loans. Or you have to defer them, go into forbearance or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's, I didn't fact check it, but that's supposedly not a thing if you're on the GI Bill. What may be a thing is if you don't pass those classes, then you have to reimburse whoever the classes. So you're trying to say that she didn't do her schoolwork. Possibly. (laughs) I did not I did not pull her records from college and I did not look at the financial aid policies but that's something that was hinted at. Well considering what we know about her work ethic I'm going to say that's probably a pretty safe guess. Yeah and I 
to an extent understand what she's saying about I don't live to work because there are people and I've been one of these people that that's everything to you and that's all you mm-hmm. focus on and you're not mm-hmm. your job right but she's right she's taking that to a whole nother extreme yeah I mean I see what she's saying I mean it's a great it's a great concept but I mean like this is the real world you know would you be okay Jordan with making if either way that the roles went would you be okay with making more than your spouse and would you be okay with making less than your spouse I mean obviously I'm okay with making less than my spouse because I always have um and I, I mean the thing about it is I I feel like you know when you're in like a responsible marriage like your finances at least ours they're 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 melded so his money goes into one account my money goes into the same account so to me that would never be an issue either way what about you nikki i think nikki's taking a break okay we'll continue i have always been the one to make more than my significant other i think with maybe one exception and mm-hmm. I was okay with it at the time I would not be okay with it anymore and if we were both contributing to the household I think that would be a completely different thing mm-hmm. I think it's harder for men to accept women being the breadwinner and I'm this sure is it conversation- is <laughs> I'm back so yeah everybody- okay <laughs> so are you okay with making more than your significant other and are you okay with making less than your significant other um you know what for me I've been in a position where I'm, I mean I make more than most of the guys I've dated um I mean they I mean wouldn't you you can't stop this you can't stop a train baby <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Nuggets Nikki's Nuggets <laughs> you really can't I don't mind. I don't mind. But my thing is, as long as you bring something to the table, or you can bring the table. As long, I just want to eat. That's it. I'll bring the food. No, no, yeah. I'll bring the cleaning supplies. Sorry, I forgot my place in this line. Yeah, but let me just say this. I I know that um most most guys can become very intimidated by a woman that makes more money, but in with the climate in Atlanta. They actually prefer you to make more money. <laughs> I could tell because that's where my ex is from. And that is what happened. And I am not okay with that being okay. <laughs> <laughs> on a final note on this very long episode of The Love Pod... The most stressful thing about this entire show so far, guys, I am okay if I watch a movie or TV show and every single human dies as long as the dog lives. So watching Jessica give her dog wine and say that she loves it, the dog loves the wine, and then drink from it. Ah. Was it red wine? Yes. <laughs> it was. I think it's good for And the I was heart. very afraid it was going to spill on the carpet because it came quite close. And you know everything in her apartment is white. 
Wait, was she drinking out of her cup? Yes. Disgusting. I mean, I have so many problems with it. That could be its own episode. I mean, is it art grapes bad for dogs? Yes. <laughs> and I'm so... not sure if once you stomp them into wine that they're okay, but I'm going to imagine not. I know a lot about dogs. I've worked with them for a long time. I do mm-hmm. not. Somebody accidentally, I shouldn't say accidentally. Somebody on purpose got my dog drunk once at a Halloween party in college because they thought it would be funny. And I didn't know until he was already drunk. And it was a very painful thing to watch because they don't understand why they're hungover or why they're stumbling and they can get very sick. And that wasn't wine. That was liquor, which is an even bigger problem. And he's fine now. He's 15. He's a grumpy old man. But just stop giving your dog wine because it will not live to be a grumpy old dog child. Mm. But it's very on brand for Jessica to feed her <laughs> dog wine. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to hear the upcoming interviews next week with Rory, Andy, and Danielle, all from the Love is Blind cast. Also, email us your dating horror stories for or real-life love stories to be featured on our show at lovepie.podcast at gmail.com. And follow us on all social media, The Love Pod on Instagram, The Love Pod Podcast, and Facebook, Love Pod Podcast. The Love Pod is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, and Breaker. Coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and more. Thanks for tuning in and loving love with us. We'll see you tomorrow.